podcast. Jacob here. Hi, guys. That's that's old Ricardo. He can't say Ricky here. That's all I ever wanted to say, and he refuses. He does his own thing. Ricky, are you excited today? Yeah. It's like inauguration day. Do you get the joke? No. We're doing the presidential podcast. Ricky, the uh, he's on the forefront of the presidential race. He calls his bedroom the Oval Office. <laughs> I was giving you nothing. <laughs> He's not giving me anything. I was giving you nothing. Yeah. Cold opening. Cold opening. Uh, his friends actually gave him the nickname Spiro Agnew. Isn't that right? What a name, by the way. Spiro? I don't know. What is that? Am I supposed you to You don't know, know who Spiro Agnew is? Am I supposed Agnew to know is? who that is? He's a vice president. Oh, who cares about them? He's Nixon's first vice president. This is the first loser in my book. <laughs> No, you don't have to lose her if you're the vice yeah, president. Yeah, in my book, you're a loser. You're one. You're you weren't even man enough to run in, on your own on your own terms. That's true. That's a good point. But you're one death away yeah, from first. <laughs> you're vice president. Yeah. If you're not first, you're Spiro Agnew. Yeah. How about that? Who was he the vice president to? Richard Nixon, oh. the first one, and then he got replaced. He sucks. I think he Sorry, dropped dude. him. I think he dropped him after four years. I have to look at that. That's got to be bad if you get dropped by Richard Nixon. <laughs> for real, yeah, for real. Interesting. But today, we're talking everything presidential. No, not the current presidential class. Uh, who cares about that? Nobody gives a rip. No, today we're talking about former presidents. Me and Ricky have scoured. Did you do a lot of scouring, Rick? Not really. Eh. We, we pondered. I already knew it all, man. We looked around the internet and found some presidential facts. So these haven't been fact-checked through Snopes. I'm, the fa- I'm a human fact-checker. <laughs> and he said all of these, true. True. Stamp of approval. Stamp of approval. The Nieto stamp of approval right there. I like it. So we're going to go over some facts um, and then have a heated debate. Are we? Oh, yeah. A heated debate on a major topic regarding presidents. Ricky, um, what's some things you found um, on your quest, on your search for national treasure in the form of presidential facts? Oh, dude, the only one I really care to talk about was Mr. Jimmy Carter. First known president to go on record as seeing a UFO. First known because the other ones were too scared to admit it. They all knew. You know, somehow I'm not even shocked. Not even shocked that Jimmy Carter claims to have seen a UFO. You don't think that's a bold move? Yeah, this was even before he like ran for president and stuff. He had come out and said he saw a UFO. Most people, you see, a, you claim to see a UFO, you're flying a desk, as they say in the Air Force. I have no clue what that means. You're a pilot, you see a UFO, if you mention a UFO, you'll be flying a desk. They take you oh, out of the sky. I like that, I like that. Yeah. I didn't realize what you meant by that. Hmm. Do you think he was abducted by aliens and his whole presidential term was actually an extraterrestrial Probably. in control of his body? He was a pod person. Probably, yeah. How about we should call the fans of our podcast the pod people? Ooh, I like it. I kind of like that. I like that. The friends? Yeah. Friends of the podcast? Friends, we might rename them pod, pod people. people. Ooh. They're still friends. I like it. I like it. Two peas in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I wish our name started with P. That'd be great. Because then we would get hey, be two peas in a podcast. We could do it, right? Yeah, let's just change our names. What would your P name be? Patty. Patty? I would be named... Uh, let me think about it. I'll give it to you by the Paul, end of the podcast. Pauly. Oh, Pauly. I'll give it to you at the end of the podcast. I'll keep people listening. Oh, See how we do that? They can't wait. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Be we'll be right, right back. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, presidential fact that I love the most was Calvin Coolidge. 
Calvin Cool. cool. Crispy. <laughs> Crispy Coons. <laughs> he liked to have his head rubbed with petroleum jelly. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> every morning while eating breakfast in bed. That's a king right there. That's a king. Forget grapes and, and palm fronds being uh, waved in front of you. Get your head rubbed. Get that jelly. <laughs> with that old PJ. That petroleum <laughs> jelly. <laughs> Rubbing that what head. What a creep, though. What a creep. Come over here, rub my head. It, I looked it up, and I could never find who was rubbing his head. But how about that White That's House staffer? That's a job, man. Yeah. <laughs> how about that White House staffer? Like, go to work in the White House, do change the world. Uh, you're going to be rubbing in I'm President not. Coolidge's head today. <laughs> Did he flaunt that? I, I don't know. Did you put that on the resume after you leave the White House? <laughs> White House staffer. Got coffee, yeah, organized do? documents, <laughs> Preston Coolidge's head every morning. I'd lead with that. You're right. That's not third, though. That is my resume. Uh, what if that happened today? Like, just you say it came out that somebody Obama? was rubbing Obama's head with petroleum jelly every power morning. Power to him, man. Like. That's a power move. <laughs> it's a power move. Maybe that's what it was. He was just fun. I can get another human being to do this. Yeah, I know. I'm the man. So strange. I don't really can't think of what uh, old Coolidge looked like. He had hair. He was kind of short, an old man, like kind of just a smaller man. He kind of so like had every a little president wisp, ever. wispy hair. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, white. Oh, white dude. Oh, that narrows it down. <laughs> kind of had wispy hair. I like that one. Uh, let's see. I thought I like numbers. I like facts. You hear me yeah. rattling my papers? That's how organized we are today. We have printed off papers. <laughs> James Madison, shortest president, standing only five foot four, never weighed more than a hundred pounds. Little dude, little dude, a lot of power. I wonder little if Napoleon. Yeah, that's what I say. I wonder if they had like nicknames for him in the White House. I would. What would you nickname James Madison? Stubbs. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I don't know anything I come up with wouldn't beat that, so I'm just gonna go. <laughs> okay. Abraham Lincoln was the tallest president at six four. Not that tall. I, mean, I always thought he was like guy. six six at least. Well, they make him look. But he only weighed 180 pounds. Not very big. No, that's not. That's big actually that's really small. Yeah, for six four. Abe Lincoln uh, also should be the greatest president. First president with a beard. You know how fond I am of beards. We had some chops before that though. I think he did. But he was no, playing. somebody had some chops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin Van Buren. Martin Van Buren had he some chops. He was rocking chops the chops. On, some mutton chops on him. They came down to like side of the lip. Yeah. They were. He was pushing the envelope. You think I could pull that off? Mutton chops? Yeah. I think so. You think I should try? Definitely. Mm. You know, but I think you could probably pull off mutton chops. That's about all I could Look pull off. Look in here, he hadn't shaved in a few days. Yeah, I need to shave. Uh, Lincoln, he grew a beard because a little girl requested it. How sweet is that? Kind of odd. What kind of little girl? You're right, little girl. You got a chance to ask this potential presidential candidate anything. <laughs> like, you know, you know, old Abe, I think you should grow a beard. Strange. This little kid needs her. Who gets, like, their fashion advice from a little kid? You don't? Not usually. That's why I'm wearing my My Little Pony t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, and at 325 pounds, a statistic Ricky didn't want out there to protect the identity of this president, William Howard Taft was the Big Bill. He weighed 325, largest president in American history, often got stuck in the White House bathtub. Why are you trying to defend Taft? Why not get a bigger tub? <laughs> don't, the, don't dodge uh, the question. He's got all the power. Nieto. He ate too much Tafty. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, I like that one. That'll go in the highlight reel. <laughs> That's the high point of the show, right there. <laughs> uh, speaking of food, Andrew Jackson. Oh, yeah. He had a huge block of cheese, and he opened up the White House and allowed people to come in and eat cheese. Come in here, son. Anybody. Get some cheese. Anybody. Yeah, that's weird. Just the hobo on Imagine the street. Imagine it now. Imagine it now. What would they have? You think they'd have cheese? No way, dude. What would they have? Oh, cheese is pretty good, though. I do like cheese. I think it'd be like, oh, but see, now it'd have to be like dairy-free, non-GMO, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to see like, you know, like a soda fountain? Cheese fountain. Of different kinds of cheese. Strict cheeses. <laughs> is there more than one? <laughs> you can make them different flavors. You know, Rick, I have you said... You are I... so in the box right now. <laughs> listen, listen, here's me coming out of the box. If I ever acquired a great deal of money, I would get into, like, cheese tasting. I've always said that. I like to go by the... the... Not wine tasting. No, no, no. He's not refined enough. Don't care that. about that. The, there's the counter at Sam's Club with all the different cheeses. You can't afford these cheeses. It's like 30 you. bucks for this little thing of cheese. I'm not buying that. But I would get into having all these different kinds of cheeses. Do you like a cheesy cheese? Oh, yeah, I do. I know you it's like a little funk on it? No, I don't like a little funky cheese. No, I'm just saying it's got more... I like it cheese tasting. Like, I'm not just the American You don't want guy. the real mild cheese. You want a little bit of... A little kick. A little funk on it. I like the <laughs> The sharp cheddar. I like a little sharp cheddar, man. But anyway, uh, that brings me to the, the debate that I want us to have. And that is, who is the toughest president in the history of America? Now, let's talk about who's not going to win this. One is William Henry Harrison. Um, some may, uh, people may forget that he was a president. He has the uh, he gave an hour and 40-minute speech at his inauguration. Pretentious. Guess what? It was during bad weather. He got pneumonia a month later. Dead. Shortest president on, presidency on record. That's what he gets. Tip of canoe. That was his nickname. So he's weak. Weak. You can't be dying after your inauguration. Yeah, come on. And you can't be giving speeches that long. Exactly. Another week, Franklin Delano, Delano Roosevelt, FDR. 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 Uh, his mom clothed him in dresses until he was five years old. I saw some pictures on the, on the interwebs. When he was two, he had really long hair and like was wearing a bonnet. Did he look like a woman? I mean, he looked he like was a little girl. strange looking dude. He was kind of strange. His wife was a. He looked weird to me. What was his, her, her name? Eleanor? Yeah, Eleanor as well. She was a, not a looker. They were cousins or something. Yeah, it really was. They were like second Keep cousins. Family, family, man. He's weak. Another weak one. Some of our listeners may not like it. George W. Bush. Ouch. He was a cheerleader in high school, it's man. It's tough to be a... You're going to hurt our cheerleading audience. He, not only was he cheerleader, he was head cheerleader. If you're going to do it, though. It says... It's he, worse if you're not the head cheerleader. That's true. That's a, that's a good point. You don't want to be just backup cheerleader. Yeah. He would often organize exuberant pep talks. Exuberant. <laughs> Come on, and guys. skits during weekly assemblies. What a fun guy. He's weak, man. Now, he did dodge that shoe, which gets him a little credibility. He dodged that shoe. Yeah, he did. Good reflexes. Ah. Nah, man. Some of these tough presidents, if they would have had a shoe thrown at them, they would have got up and they would have gutted the dude. Now, you you maintain that the toughest president was who? Who do you got, Rick? Mr. Jackson. You're saying Andrew Jackson, which I... I don't think it's debatable. I agree he's very tough. It's not debatable. But I say Teddy Roosevelt was the toughest president. A guy, his name's Teddy. Dude. It's like a huge guy being called tiny or small. No. It's like at the heart of it. Are you saying a guy named Theodore couldn't be tough? It's a pretty cool name. Thank you. 
So, uh, why do you think Andrew Jackson is the toughest person? Uh, now, I will, I, will, I, will, I will maintain Jackson was tough. Will you say Roosevelt was tough? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we can, we can agree on that. We're, Definitely it's tough. It's a gentleman's debate. Yes. All right. So why Keep was it a presidential? <laughs> <laughs> why was Jackson so tough? Jackson was, oh, dude, where do I start? The guys, are, he was over, what was it, 100 duels? Yes. A hundred duels, and he's a lot, and he lived. That's insane. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't shoot that. Now he did kill a guy. I was reading earlier. If you're in a hundred duels, how do you not? Because they didn't really shoot each other; they just shot around each other. It was basically like chicken. There's always a chance. There's always that chance they're going to shoot at you. So I mean, he had he definitely had a, a solid pair on him to That's go really ahead. But he had been shot, as what I'd heard. Yeah, he been shot. He had. He had several bullets in his body, like yeah. stuck in his body. That's pretty good. How many times have you been shot? <laughs> well, let me counter that point with this. During his second run for presidency, <laughs> old Teddy was shot by a would-be assassin while giving a speech in Milwaukee. He continued to deliver the speech with a bullet lodged in his chest, Ricky. Pretty impressive. He didn't run to the doctor. I'm sure Jackson went to the hospital and got treated. He has two bullets in him. Two of them, but he didn't sit there and continue to give a speech. Two. Roosevelt. He lived with him. I bet you Teddy got it removed. I bet he did. Jackson kept it. No anesthesia either. (laughs) He took it like a man. Just flexed his chest. Speaking of... Teddy Roosevelt suffered from asthma as a child. Severe <laughs> asthma. This was before any treatment. This different, is different kind of battle. <laughs> <laughs> this was before they were inhalers and special treatment. And he was oftentimes sick, sick as a young boy. However, he began to regularly exercise, including flexing those chest muscles, in order to combat the illness. And aside from the occasional attack, he eventually overcame it. Ricky. I like to counter this. He beat a disease. Can we talk about what else Teddy does? Yeah. Yeah. He has guinea pigs. <laughs> tell, no, tell, him, tell him the names of the guinea pigs. The guinea pigs' names were. This makes him cooler. His guinea it pigs, makes him cooler, but not tougher. Well, shut up. <laughs> Five <laughs> guinea pigs named Dr. Johnson, <laughs> Bishop Dome, Fighting Bob Evans. Fighting Bob Evans? That's the coolest guinea pig name ever. Admiral Dewey and Father O'Grady. I like that they all kind it's of have definitely cool. Things. It's definitely cooler than Jackson. Exactly. I'd rather hang out with him and his guinea pigs. <laughs> for sure. Oh, Jackson taught his parrot to cuss. That's really funny. <laughs> now, that's a good, all right, now, that's a good point. He taught his... His guinea pigs didn't, didn't swear, so that's good. Taught his parrot to cuss, and it was cussing so much at his funeral, they had to kick the parrot out. <laughs> <laughs> at my funeral... It's a good fact. I want... Anybody can get kicked out, but it's really top notch. I'll train a parrot. If a parrot can get kicked out of your funeral. If you die before me. Thank you, Ricky. Yeah. Bring a talking parrot in. Let him drop a few F bombs. Done. Somebody will have to escort the parrot out. It'll be awesome. As like good as done, man. <laughs> I think we could agree that they're both pretty tough. I think we all know which one's a little more tough. 100 duels. We'll just have to agree to disagree, Rick. How about that? You I give think, me nothing? I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. Ricky, I'm going to drop a bombshell on you as we kind of wrap up. I'm going to drop one big, big bomb on you here. Let me pull it up here so you can see. What was, um, what was the president of the uh, Confederate? um, Jefferson Davis. Is that your favorite president? (laughs) (laughs) Ricky, would you mind reading who the current Mexican president is right now? His name? Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Enrique Pena Nieto. That's right, Ricky. Royalty is what you're sitting with. I'm just saying, 
Y'all got the same last name? I've never met your dad? Ricky? Are you the heir to the Mexican presidency? I may be. That's what, we're going to leave them with the cliffhanger right there. Find out next week. We're going to check out his birth certificates. And what was it? I was coming up with a P. It's got to be Pedro. You're going Pedro? Yeah. So you'd be Pat, Patty? Patty, yeah. Patty and Pedro. P and, two Man. P's in a podcast. That's a podcast that sells itself. I'm, I think we should legally change our names. Patty and Pena? Wait, See, everybody would think you were Pedro. Yeah, they I would be Pedro. Can't judge a book. So if Mark goes away, just stay, just stay tuned, folks, because two P's in a podcast.